What's for lunch? T-double-B-L-C. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Brown bag lunch crew. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's T double BLC. This is your holiday special coming at you. 21st of December, right now. Probably get this out around the 23rd, Christmas Eve, Eve as it's known. I hear there's going to be a great party that night. We won't give out any addresses. If you're a T double BLC fan, I am very sure you got the invite to this. Uh, that's all I got, Drew. How are we doing? We're doing well. Like you said, holiday week, trying to crawl to the finish line with work and celebrate the holiday season with some loved ones and some family members. Yes. Happy to be back and close out the year on a strong note. Playoff football in full swing, Christmas approaching, not a better time of the year. Fantasy um, football playoff, you mean? Not, fantasy football not, playoffs. Yeah. If you know, you know. <laughs> if you don't, then that's on you. Um, speaking of, December 23rd. I got a couple of days for you guys. Festivus is December 23rd. He is wearing the shirt. Curtis, would you like to explain what that is? It's for the rest of us. It's for the rest of us. And it's the errands of grievances, the feats of strength. I got the pole here right in the middle. And there's nobody better than Frank Costanza during Festivus. There you go. Couldn't have said it better myself. A couple other ones, National... Pfeffernus Day. That's a German spice cookie. There's a silent P in the beginning there. Pfeffernus. Um, National Roots Day. Uh, it's quite literally referring to like the roots in the ground. And then uh, lastly, National Regifting Day, which is an interesting one to me because typically I'm regifting gifts after the after. fact. Yeah. So it's a little bit premature sense. on the whole regifting thing for the 23rd, but um, so be it. So that's what I got for you this week. And obviously Christmas Eve on Friday, Christmas Day, Saturday, little weekend holiday, yes. uh, fired up and uh, hope everybody has a great holiday season. So let's get right into it. Awesome. Let's start off with some hates. Let's get it out before we get into the loves of the next couple weeks that are coming up. So the first one I got, I, I think I have a lot of car ride stuff due to my recent travels to Tampa, six and a half hour drive, uh, drove out there Friday night, got in around midnight Eastern, and then drove back actually Sunday morning slash afternoon, right around noon. Biggest thing is just like the worst part of the drive is the first two hours, because you know, on the back end, two hours in, you have four and a half hours to go. That's tough. Once you quite a light at the end of the tunnel. Once you get past the three, like the halfway point, the music's bumping, like you're feeling good, you're vibing. You're I, playing I, uh, I mean, what's I almost, the Macklemore song? Downtown. Downtown. And yeah, the, the chorus yeah. is going. Downtown. You're at the top of your lungs screaming, just singing horribly Juiced. the entire oh, yeah. way. But the first two hours, like I was falling asleep. It was post-work. I felt like garbage. The, the biggest thing that happened to me, which, which could be a love almost, was an Oreo McFlurry that resuscitated me back to life because I was dying before that. I was basically hallucinating on the road. Well, hallucinating on the road, obviously not great safety-wise, not a great luck. Uh, did you say Oreo or M&M McFlurry? I'm sorry. Oreo. Oreo. Good choice. Shout out to McDonald's reverse sponsor for resuscitating you and keeping you alive and safe on the yeah. roads on your journey. Um, I feel you though. Like I'll do a, a two hour ride. And I feel like the first hour to me is like pulling teeth. Like once you get, I don't know, I, I'm not taking the, the, the road trips that you are, but once you get under an hour for me, like that halfway point, yeah, you feel like a million pounds lifted off your shoulders. So I, at a much smaller scale, feel, feel what you feel. I got a couple more. I'll toss this one out, but yeah. What's up with the parking lot pictures on Instagram, like in the parking garage? I don't get it. I think it's my hate of the week. So like people doing like, um, it's like, like photos. Yeah. Like in a parking garage. And it's not like a special parking garage. It's just a random parking garage. Mm. 
And I keep seeing I, it. It's a trend. I don't know about those. Is that a, a thing? Trend. Yeah. And I just don't understand it. I'm not it, so sure about that. Maybe that's just like the new, the new thing. Like, it's you a know, dangerous place. Technically. It is. Yeah. A lot, a of, lot kidnappings. of cameras. A lot of kidnappings probably happen. I would take the over on like majority kidnappings are happening in parking garages. Yeah. Or just in general, adult nappings, you know, whatever you want to call it. So, yep. Dunkin, Dunkin' Donuts didn't have any bagels this morning. Hated that. What time did you get there at? I got there at... I'm curious. Sorry, yesterday. Monday morning. On a Monday, Monday morning, morning. to start the week, they don't have any bagels. Dunkin' what Donuts. Time, what time was it? First off, stop. I want we, you to be honest with me. We dry, I drive through the drive-thru. I'll give you the time. It was probably like 10 to be honest. Okay. So not it's not crazy. It was it's not a like it's 1130 noon. I had just driven seven hours from Tampa the night before. So I don't want to hear any of that. You know, you're waking up yeah. late BS, <laughs> but I go through the drive through The lady mm-hmm. starts yelling at me on the intercom. I, I didn't understand a word she said. So I said, could you oh, please great. say that again? I didn't hear you. And she says, drive throughs closed. Got to come into the lobby. <laughs> I said, okay. What? Uh, You're talking to me on the intercom. You can't yeah. take my order? Never, never, have I ever, never have I ever heard that. So I don't even ask, like, you know, I'm not thinking there's no bagels. I go in there. I wait in line for five minutes. There's, oh one, there's one person in front of me. I get up to the line. She says, can you hold on a second? I got to get their order done. I think she was the only lady in there working. Um, don't tell me the people in front of them, you took the last bagel. No, 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 no. No bagels in the whole place. There were only donuts. How, how do you as a, a breakfast establishment and like a bagel place, a known bagel place? I know they're Dunkin' Donuts, Dunkin but Donuts, bagels but is a staple. You should be able to go there anytime before noon and get a bagel, is my thought. Absolutely. And maybe any time of the day. There wasn't, a, I don't think they've had bagels for weeks by the looks of it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my hate of the week, I guess. That's my best one, I think. I'll, right. I'll pass it off to you. I got two good ones. And these, like we talked about, these have been building up over time. So they're very genuine and very relatable. So my first one happened to me a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I'm going to throw out a tag here. Not, I'm going to preface what I'm about to say by it wasn't uh, the Corona 19. I didn't have the vid. Mm-hmm. Just a little uh, maybe food poisoning, stomach bug situation. Yeah. Uh, a little 24, 48 hour thing. But when you're sick and you sleep all day and night and then you sort of like, you're mentally disoriented and you lose track of time and you wake up Ooh. at like 6 p.m. It's dinner time and it's dark out because it's the winter. And you yeah. either think that it's like the middle of the night or the morning. You're not hungry. You don't even know if you're hungry. You don't know what time it is. You haven't showered. Does that ever happen to you where like you yeah. it could be any time of the day and you have no idea unless you check your phone, of course. It, I don't like that stuff. It freaks me it's out. It's true. It's another universe, practically. You wake yeah. up. You don't know where you are. I think it, it the meme is uh, Elaine from Seinfeld, but it's in Veep. And she's like all disheveled in bed and she yeah. like leans up. And the meme says something like, when you realize you, you know, are 40 years old and not on the bus late for school, <laughs> back in elementary school or something that's like, like that. That's how I felt a couple of weeks ago. I was, yeah. I woke up and it was about dinner time and it was dark out and I was in bed and I'm like, it might as well be 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. No clue. Slept yeah. all day. No idea what time it is. That's my first one because I get all freaked out about that. This one's even worse because me with my like sensory issues, I get all freaked out. It's when you put on a pair of jeans for the first time after washing them. And they're literally the most, they're, they're as stiff as a board. They're tight as hell. You got to jam your legs in them and you, they're like skin tight and you got I'm like doing squats in my living room, like trying to like loosen them up. Yeah. I'm doing like all this stuff. There's like they're kind of like a crusty golf glove when you when the golf club's been like drying out. You can't really like bend your fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like that where you gotta really you gotta stretch your legs, you gotta work them in. It's like breaking them in again, like they're a new pair. It's (laughs) the worst. And that's why like people are like, Oh, you don't wash your jeans, you don't wash your pants. I wash them if they're dirty, but if they smell okay and I haven't been anywhere vile quick little fold right back in for the next time. Cause I'm not dealing yeah. with them being stiff as a two by four every time I put them on in the winter, no less too. Like I'm dealing with enough with my dry skin and all that. I don't need a stiff pair of jeans. 
hate it. Okay. I like that one. You got any others? Those are my two big boys. I got, I don't have many honorable mentions. Those are my two big ones I brought to the table this week. Okay. Love of the week. More car ride stuff. Uh, speed limits over 70. That way I, I was just yep. cruising 85 miles an hour down I-10 and then I want to say like 85 or whatever the one that goes south and north of Tampa. Uh, only two yep. highways, which was nice. I literally didn't have any directions practically. My phone was on 15% like both times I left, which was so dumb of me. And I forgot. Do you to have ring. a car charger? I do, no. but I had the wrong cord. I had the oh, like the new iPhone adapter on both ends. So I didn't have the aux adapter. Oh, I still have the aux adapter. I didn't know I, the new I one. I do. I just brought the wrong one by accident. Oh, I see. I see. And so I just plugged it in and it said 290 miles or whatever <laughs> till your Jesus next turn. Christ. And then when I got close, I turned it back on to get the turn. And then I turned my phone back off when I started going west. <laughs> That is so stressful. I could not do that. Imagine the battery with the Ugh. knowing that you need to basically keep the, the phone afloat to get to where you need to be is, is too stressful for me. Yeah. But um, Jesus. Another random one. Yeah. Wait, how is that a love, by the way? Is what I'm wondering. My love was 70 miles an hour plus for speed. Limits. Oh, I'm like, I'm trying. Okay. I'm like, it certainly yep. can't be you with the phone. Five lane sure. highways as well. That way I have a lot of maneuvering room because flexibility. When we got down to two or three, there'd be these like real old people just in the left lane for no reason. And I'm yeah. on, that's my love. That's what it was. Cruise control, the cruise control setting yep. in the car, because if I had to have my foot on that pedal for six and a half hours, my, right leg would have dead ankles broke needed yeah. to be amputated yeah because it would have been done so i got to stretch out a little you know you can move around yeah cruise control is brilliant it's i i think the hate it, part is then when you have to get off cruise control because somebody's in the left lane that's true going slow. that's no good no good i didn't um, want to stop at all i mean if i didn't stop <laughs> I think this is this is like another Seinfeld love of the week, but when George has the episode where he just loves making good time on road trips, I'm addicted to making great time on my way down and back. Like I'm just trying but to beat I, the clock. The I whole think time. what you said, I, yeah, I think what you said in the text was I'm addicted to shaving off like time off the estimate. Yeah. Like, if you can get a couple minutes off the estimate when you first like leave your driveway, yep. there's not a better throw. I don't even want to stop for gas. Like I'm running that thing down to you gotta, five you miles. Push it to the limit. Push it yeah. to the limit. And then, hey, you better believe with that gas station stop, fill it up, grab a snack, go to the bathroom, and you're back on the road. One and done. And then you try to reset the time too and get back to where you were too. You got to yes. try to recalibrate things. Yep. That's and I did see when I did stop on the gas station, I saw some cars I recognized from, you know, 10 miles back that I did it quick enough where I got right really? back on. Yeah. I got to give you credit there. I wouldn't, I'm not that observant. I don't think I would have recognized that. There was some very recognizable like stickers or stuff like that. that And I didn't have much to do. So that's fair. Um, My love of the week this week is a good one. It's, it's tied to Christmas movies, but all movies. It's when you're watching a movie and a movie character drop nonchalantly drops the name of the movie in their line. For example, with Home Alone, yeah. when Mav and what's the other guy's name? I'm going to get shit for this. Mav and, uh, is it Harry? Mav and mm-hmm. Harry mm-hmm. are breaking into the house and they go, he's home alone. And I'm like, that's the name of the movie. I've never recognized When, when that, that yeah. stuff happens, when nonchalantly in the character's dialogue, they drop the name of the movie and you're like, oh my God, this is it. Like, this is the moment. Yeah. This is the name of the movie. I... It's happened a couple times. I don't have a ton of examples on me, but there's nothing like it. like the thrill that I get from it. I get so fired up. It's awesome. I and think, that's my love of the week. Yeah, to go along with the Christmas theme too. Uh, my favorite scene, probably for all Christmas movies, is the Grinch, Jim Carrey's version, obviously in the the Great Whoville, and it's when he's in the post office going. Jerry duty, Jerry duty, blackmail, pink slip, eviction notice, Jerry duty, Jerry duty. 
<laughs> and he's rifling he's them slamming off. Slamming them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and then Cindy Lou who comes in, hops up on the wall with the dog, and then the dog sneezes, oh, yeah. and then he wraps her up and puts her on the conveyor belt. What's the dog's name? Because it's gonna bother me now. What's his name? That's gonna bother me. Why do you have to say that? I I wasn't even gonna mention it. It's bothering me, and I thought that you would bail me out, but now I feel I'm like it's like you. Baxter or something. It's like Max. That. Is it Max? Yeah, it might be Max. I think it is. Max. It could be Baxter. No, I think it's Max. Max, maybe. Yeah. Okay. But that movie's That's... unbelievable. Polar Express. Love of the week for this week. I love I... Okay. a little cartoon Polar Express. I am indifferent with Polar Express. I like. Okay. Home Alone, Elf, and National Lampoons are my top three, probably. I, you're going to hate this. I do not like Elf whatsoever. It is, it's overplayed. It's, there's a little bit of saturation there, but it still brings me joy. Yeah. So Catherine that's trying to FaceTime me. I got a text her. She's going to be unhappy, but we're doing the pod. We can't answer Cat. Trash, you said? Cat. Oh, boy. Yeah. Any other loves from you? Uh, let's That's it. hop into the week a little. I mean, also, I want an update from your big challenge that you do with your family. The yes. LDBC. LDB. LDB. Little Drummer Boy Challenge. LDBC. Yeah. Uh, Leah and I, unfortunately, lost first, first weekend in December out to eat in Maine. Boom. Little Drummer Boy. Uh, the frustrating part there is... So let me preface it. The Little Drummer Boy Challenge is basically from, um, I believe it's Black Friday to Christmas Day, Christmas Eve. If you hear the Little Drummer Boy song, you're out. It's an honor system. If you lie, you're a scumbag. Yep. Uh, you got to be honest. And you have to text the group and say, hey, I'm out. Blah, blah. You know what I mean? It's all about transparency. It's all about being honest during the holiday season. And it's just a game we play with the fam. And uh, Leah and I were out the, the first weekend of December um, and then heard it again this weekend. So we would have hypothetically lasted a couple of weeks and got pretty close to Christmas, about a week out if we didn't hear it that first time, which is frustrating. But nevertheless, it happens. Um, as we close out, I believe it is down to Charlie and then maybe there's one other person. I don't know who it is. Um, but either way, there's a couple folks left as is, we close up. The I last have to week. ask, is William still there? It might be William. Oh, Drew, what if he wins three in a row? People yeah, will start. Then we have to look into it. There'll be investigations going on. Yeah, it would be pretty. Oh, I so got... it's just Charlie and Uncle Bill. That's it. That's oh, the last two. Oh, left. really? Uncle Bill, yeah. who who, you know, notably belittle the entire competition but he doesn't want to win he's better than winning yeah said he's above it he wants to enjoy the holiday season yes all that was talking ragtime about it on thanksgiving eve so um it's quite ironic to hear that he's he's came this far i was out december 6th and i texted your dad and you with my video and i had the uh like metal version of the little drummer boy and it was honestly no i loved it really I want to. I want to go out by the classics. I don't want to be, you know, Molly whopped around with the Justin Bieber version or, or 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 that BS. I want it to be the tried and true organic classic version that takes me out. Uh, this year it was Pentatonics, which I actually respect because I like I I like and enjoy Pentatonics music. Uh, but yeah, that's sort of the gist of it. Sort of. Yeah, the gist of it. it was good. Frauds. So. I. I, we have to get into some frauds here because I have one and I think you're going to love it. I don't have any frauds at this point, but I'm happy to, uh, to give it to you to kick this off. Entertain. Uh, yes, sir. The Jurassic Park theme song was going around on Twitter this week and I sent it to you. It's a beautiful song. <laughs> I think the caption said something to the likes of, you know, the director being like, hey, I'm making this dinosaur movie. <laughs> can you make me a song? And then the, you know, the musician is like, I'm going to yeah. make you the freaking most beautiful song in the, the most beautiful melody you've ever heard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they go into it and it's, it's a great, yeah. you know, big, not big band, but orchestra. Orchestra. Production. Yes. The, yes. 
orchestrate orchestra here's yeah, where orchestra. my fraud falls in drew i know what it's gonna be i think it's is it gonna be conductor. the guy who goes like this it's the conductor and waves his freaking hands like what drew, is that doing i watched the whole thing and i kept seeing him doing it there was like, not a single not a single guy in the orchestra looking up from their notepad playing their violin playing their trumpets anything was, like, they never looked at that guy him. in their entire life he's a fraud all is there is a show pony <laughs> You think so? You think he's a, um, yeah, he's a show pony. He's just like there for the presentation, for the pageantry. He's not actually making it, dare I say, making a difference. I don't want to be too, I don't want to, you know, beat the shit out of this guy, but I, I would have to That's agree. That's my I, fraud I kinda, of the week, Drew. I don't, and I could be dead wrong on this, but I, I watched the clip. Going. I watched the clip and I don't understand it. I kind of knew where you were going with that. I personally don't know. I'm hopeful that somebody out there knows what the significance of that position is because we certainly don't. And until we do, he may potentially, or not potentially, he will be labeled as a fraud. So hopefully someone can bail him out. I don't know if that will happen, but yeah. So that, that was my big fraud. I wrote that down in all caps on my notepad. <laughs> I was so excited when I watched that video to come up with one. I like that. That's a good one. I, I wouldn't have thought of that, but I knew as soon as you opened the door where you were going with it. And I like that. Awesome. Well, that's it for hates, loves, and frauds. Yep. Let's get in the meat and potatoes of this thing. We'll talk a little sports. We'll talk. Uh, we got a Patriots. lot to catch up on. Wow. The Patriots. I, I'm not. Here's the disclaimer on Stonk Talk. We're not talking about it until maybe march of 2022 because it's horrible not even worth talking about at this point hey, we'll talk when there's something to talk about the only thing to talk about drew great time to invest your money yes bye bye it's bye. so low yes can it get any i'm please not gonna say it. please don't finish i'm I not gonna beg say you. It. i beg you to finish i beg and plead <laughs> um sports there's a i mean it's been a while so like look we it seems like yesterday I sort of came to the conclusion, look, like I'm going to go week to week. I'm not going to be invested in this team. I'm not going to let them let me down. Since then, for obvious reasons, they rattle off, what, seven straight wins, uh, sort of laid an egg and then showed some, some guts and balls in the, in the fourth quarter on Saturday night. But I believe we are now, correct me if I'm wrong, Kurt, nine and five. Uh, you win on Sunday, you'll be in the building. A win there gets you the uh, AFC East crown and an yep. automatic berth into the playoffs. Yeah. What do you got for us on that? I saw – are we talking about the Colts game or the Bills game? Is that what you're asking? I'm, I'm, I just kind of led up to it and, and sort of, like I said, like you have the seven-game win streak. We're riding high. You, you sort of lay an egg and then still, show some guts in the fourth the quarter. Um, Colts, and then now what? Now what are you what are you seeing now as we go to Bills? So I, I wasn't shocked at the outcome of the game because I thought Indy matched up tremendously versus us. The, there's you're gonna have to have a team that runs the ball well against us who can control the clock, and they just gotta sprinkle in a couple of play actions, right? Because the secondary is that good where they're gonna have to start selling out to stop that run game and help out their defensive linemen, and that's when they're gonna get you know one-on-one -on -one coverage and they're going to get beat occasionally that's what happened but i will say game would have been a lot closer if we didn't have the super turnovers again i thought bill did not coach a good game uh with a, yep. a few decisions that happened i have to throw that out there for accountability purposes because nobody else will <laughs> somebody's got to do it somebody's got to do it and third i mean mac was really bad two interceptions in that game played yep decent in the fourth quarter people were praising them in the fourth quarter i mean the, the game was never really in reach it didn't seem yeah overall not shocked at the outcome i thought it was going to be a closer game that we could possibly lose anyways away at indy against a good team now coming up i think the buffalo game is going to be extremely difficult uh we're not going to have 40 mile hour wins so they're going to be comfortable throwing the ball 20 plus times do I think that's going to lead to some Josh Allen turnovers? Sure. He's been below par for the last six weeks. Yeah. Just, just from watching them really bad decisions on their part. Um, 
But the thing I worry about is our offense versus their defense because they have an equitable defense to ours where it's good and it's going to hold us to low points. And then it becomes which offense can produce in the key moments. And yeah. I am shy and timid to say that that's going to be us. I just think they get more opportunities to do it. So as far as where we are sitting at, that would put us back to tied for the AFC East. The clincher would then go to best record in the AFC East. And I'm not quite sure who has that, but I'd be willing to say it's Buffalo because we lost to Miami. Right on the money. Yep, exactly. Um, massive if, game so a massive this game is it. Day yeah if Christmas. we lose if we lose we we there's not enough divisional games left to break that tiebreaker of we're gonna lose course, that one of one or two seed which gets the buy as well which potentially gets the buy it's only one buy but that basically knocks oh. you out of even yep. even potentially Content, getting the one seed contention. at that point yeah um so biggest game of the year N- nevertheless they will still make the playoffs Yep. Uh, regardless, I expect that to happen because they will beat um, Miami and Jacksonville. But they have a, a very unique and unexpected opportunity available to them this Sunday, which, boy, would it be wonderful if they capitalized. That's I it. think the positives we have to take from that run is the consistency they showed on defense and then yeah. not turning the ball over all that much either on offense. So I think they came out with a crazy stat on, like, ESPN or something the other day, but teams that went on a six plus win streak have won like 14 of the last 15 Super Bowls or something like that. So that qualifies them, which is nice. And it it definitely shows that you're a solid team. And maybe we're taking the one loss a little too seriously, but I I just think the schedule's tough this week as well. Yeah. No, it is. It is. And like I said, it's not the end of the world. I still expect a playoff berth, but. At the end of the day, the opportunity is here. And if this team is serious and everybody's like, oh, potential Super Bowl, then this is a game that you got to come come to play for. So here's here's a question. We'll see. Let's go yep. over a few other teams. Uh, can yep. we can we beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead? I don't think we can. I think we need Gillette. Um, I think the running game and the defense give you a chance if God willing with COVID and everything in a perfect world in a vacuum when everybody's healthy and available, mm-hmm. obviously you give the edge to the chiefs. They are, they are so back. It hurts. Um, yep. Defense looks de- We Average. were literally dragging that defense yeah. for the first month of the year. And here's a thinker. All they need to really be is average when that offense is humming. Absolutely. So average is one, very much one acceptable. turnover a game. And when, they when they're not giving up, games. you know, 60 and 80 yard chunk plays, drive after drive then that's all they need they just you know so that's the scary part about the chiefs i I give us a chance based on the coaching running game and defense but obviously you have to give the edge to the chiefs in that situation we'll see what happens that's uh, i mean i don't like the ravens don't scare me i think we if we play the colts in 10 minutes at 10 p.m at gillette i think we beat them I'm not really that scared of them at this point. I think everything that could have went wrong, went wrong, went wrong. You had max turnovers. You had the, you had the punt for a touchdown and it put, yep. still put you down. What was it? 17 or 20, nothing in your cloud back. So um, again, Ravens don't scare me. Browns, Bengals, those teams no. don't really scare me. Titans so, I don't are, know. are frauds. Um, Titans can be a little bit fraudulent with no Henry. We'll see what happens there. Um I think the NFC is where things get more interesting, to be quite honest. I know the AFC is a toss-up. One team for the AFC that I think you got to look out for. Okay. Because they can beat anybody. I don't think they make it to the Super Bowl because I don't think they can win enough big games because they are what I would classify as a losing franchise that has to prove it to us before us actually believing in them, the Los Angeles Chargers. 100%. I, I wasn't, I, I didn't think that you were going to go with that team, but I a hundred percent agree. They have all the skill in the world. It's, it's bananas. Uh, and like you said, they're, they're one of those teams where any given Sunday they can lose. And I'd be like, okay, frauds. Yep. And then any, any game that they can win and be like, okay, they have all the skill in the world. They yeah. can beat anybody. So that's, I agree. If, if their defense can show up, then they're going to be, they will be a problem for some teams. If, if they can, they can get in. Yeah. Uh, let's go over the NFC now. Are the Packers at the top of your list? 
Yeah. Sadly, I know. Cardinals are uh, are falling. I yeah. mean, they they don't can't stay healthy. Can't get weird. all you know twenty two guys starters on the same yeah. field at the same time. In like okay, you lose D Hop. You have a good enough defense and a good enough offense where you still really shouldn't lose a beat. You shouldn't get blown out from Detroit. Uh, by I will Detroit. say there's so many teams like that though. They lose one like Titans. Derrick Henry. I would say. San Fran is if Debo and Kittle are not on the field, they're a totally different team with them well, on the saw, field. You saw the first half of the year with San Fran where they were yeah, awful. And now Kittle. they look like a playoff contender. They look like they're scary. Yes. So I agree there. So I think there's I think they're just one of those teams that when they lose that one guy, it it kills the entire it's a, game. The trickle down effect too. Everybody else is out of position. Yeah. Or is asked to do too much. But Tampa. Uh, they're fun to root for. Tampa you go you go first with tampa i'm I'm very first. curious i don't want to taint anything that you have to say so i'm gonna let you take the floor. they can't beat the saints uh as long as they don't face the saints in <laughs> a playoff okay. game i think they'll be fine it's what is just, it about this it's, so, it's, it's the defense right obvious obviously yeah but. and the saints defense for the last eight weeks has played incredible even in games that they lost and looked like they let up a ton of points it was because their offense had no output or turned the ball over in their own red zone, if you will. Like immediately it's in the red zone, points are yeah. going up on the board. And if you watched any of those games, that's the same type of team. Alvin Kamara in the game, totally different offense. I mean, yep. let alone the quarterback position. I know like they're not where they want to be with the quarterback position, but Kamara changes that offense versus having then like just a better them. quarterback. So, why so the, you would why rather the have... Bucks can't beat them? Yeah. I have no idea. Like you got to be able to put up 17 points on that defense and that's going to be enough because your you know, defense is going to You know hold. what would have been enough? 7. You get into the end zone. Yeah. Like and I'm not usually this harsh. Like I'm I'm usually I feel like the voice of reason between us. Yep. There was no way if the Bucs get in the end zone in any way, shape, or form, that the Saints were scoring any more points. Yeah. In that second half, they were – it was three and out. It was negative yards. It was yep. punts. They were just literally gasping, trying to survive. When it was 6 nothing, if the Bucs punch one in and make it 7-6, it's an entirely different situation than them definitely. throwing up another field goal and making it 9 nothing. And obviously Godwin, Fournette, and Evans all got hurt. Like, that's huge. But yeah. they had a majority of the game, the first half, that At they least, had yeah. those guys. I thought Brady looked fine in the game. I didn't think he looked bad. He made a couple of really good throws. That offensive line was just getting eaten alive, though. Like, they yeah. weren't getting anything on the ground. Like, the ground game was completely gone. And then it was like, all right, you got to throw 40-plus times and yeah. beat us on one-on-one coverage with, with guy, well guys and then it ended up being play. guys like um johnson and, and scotty miller yeah. and those uh, brashad perman those types of guys who simply cannot get the separation one-on-one who, and when mike evans is struggling to and get when, separation and on when ab mike yeah. evans going out there's no other threat like it just one-on-one yep. gronk and, gronk had a horrible game had a couple he had a big couple drops. he had a case of the drops unfortunately yep. he had two or three where i'm like that has to be caught Automatic first um, down, big chunk Exactly, play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what do we think about them now? You think as long as they – so Fournette's on IR, he should be back for the playoffs. Yeah. Godwin's out. They're going to unfortunately bring AB back now that Godwin's out for the year. Yep. Uh, but at the end of the day, they'll still be okay, right? Like defensively, they'll do enough. They'll probably be in the NFC Championship against the Packers. You know why they're going to be fine, guess. Drew? And it doesn't really matter. <laughs> You know, the next three games, they got Panthers, Jets, Panthers. Yeah, yeah. So they, they can kind of go on cruise control and just fight out a, t- a couple of games with no personnel. Yeah. And they'll probably be the they, – they have a chance of being the one seed, I believe, still Green Bay most likely getting it, or Green Arizona. Like, Arizona's uh, no, low. So it's Green Bay, Arizona. Rams? No, I think it's – Bucks are in the top three. They have a chance, but the Packers need to lose. They need to lose one, yeah, to give the, and to give the Bucks their division. 
not great. I mean, Minnesota might be able to beat them if they still got a game left. Yeah. But, you know, you're going to get the Lions again. Yeah, so they do have – they have Browns, Vikings, Lions. So if you're going to see a loss, it's going to come in the next two weeks probably. Yep, yep. Uh, exactly. And as far as tiebreaker goes, I don't know who gets it there because they didn't play each other this year. I don't know, but yeah. So, but big, that's that's huge if the Bucks can – figure out a way to get the number one seed that changes their outlook so drastically. It buys them the time to get everybody back from injury. Uh, And like Godwin isn't the biggest piece to lose, especially when AB is backfilling, even though I, I hate that we've come down to this point where we're, it's unfortunate because yeah, it felt like like weeks ago, there was a pot, there was a chance they would just cut him like because of how much of a, bad person he is Mm -hmm. and how many times is he going to make a mistake and just get rewarded for it and he's going to get rewarded for it again here in the next couple weeks with probably eight to ten target for the next three games straight maybe more um but unfortunately that's just like the the truth of the matter like they need him so they're going to say yo tomorrow's out the window come on back and hang out in the slot what about the rams because we've kind of talked about all the other big big boys in that division and i think the rams are still up there I think so they, they got yeah. cold at a, a time in the middle of the season when people start paying attention. I think they're starting to ramp back up again. They're absolutely starting to ramp back up again. It's one of those things where, like, they're, they had that marquee win versus the Cardinals in prime time yep. on the road. And then you look at it and you say, how big of a win is that, though? Because the Cardinals just got blown out from Detroit. They don't look like they're playing their best football. Yeah. Nevertheless, to your point, Stafford – Cop Odell starting to get into the mix. He had a touchdown and a, and a good chunk of yards last game. Mm-hmm. They look like they're starting to find their groove. I still am going to put like, you know, Tampa green Bay ahead of them, but I think they're, they're back on track within contention for me. Yeah. And, and one more team that we forgot to mention Cowboys at 10 and four as well. So it, it goes Packers, Cowboys, Bucks, Cardinals, Rams. Uh, all those second and below teams have four losses. So Cowboys, same kind of situation at a couple of letdown losses as the Rams yep. did. Yep. I don't, I just don't trust the defense at all. I mean, I don't really trust Jack. Like he, they showed Dak stats for the first half of the year to the second, and he has not been who they need him to be. Okay. Like able to, you know, extend plays, get the ball into where he needs it to be. Love their running back tandem of Pollard and Zeke. Obviously, their three receivers are three of the best in the league with Cooper, Gallup, and Lamb. Again, like you said, it's going to be the defense and it's going to be conduct, continue to play at a high level. Yeah. We don't trust Mike McCarthy. The defense at any point could collapse with Dan Quinn. I just, I don't take them serious or maybe as serious as I should, they were my Super Bowl pick a couple of weeks ago, uh, not a couple of weeks, probably a month now. And then they laid an egg to Denver. And ever since I've sort of been off that bandwagon. So I don't know yeah. if you can get me back on. Yeah. And we didn't mention it, but Mike McCarthy. Oh, I did. Yeah. Don't you worry. The coach, okay. that's the biggest issue. I think is like oh, okay. the biggest concern is coach. Second biggest concern is, the defense falling apart with Dan Quinn being the coordinator. Like that's another thing where yeah. you don't really know what you're going to get. So you, they really just, because of those things, like they can't be trusted. Like LaFleur is a way better coach. Packers have a way better defense. Cardinals have a better defense and a better mm-hmm. coach. Rams have a better defense and a better coach all in the yeah. NFC. So yep. that's three right there, but I don't know. It's the next are, three weeks are going to be insane. Are the Vikings making it? They, they're going to make it, I, I think, based off of where they are on record. But, like, the, the other night was a huge win for them against the I Bears. need them to. Kirk, what did Kirk throw for nine, 89 yards, I think? Slinging it. He's a gunslinger. Uh, like, talk about a team that just is not going to win because of their coaching. It, I mean. Right now, and right now this is bad, Drew, because I've yeah. always, you know, had Mike yep. McCarthy on my list since the beginning of time. But Zimmer's number one. It's not really? even close. Oh. What is it about Zim? Is it like it's the so, fact he's supposed to be a defensive genius and he's yeah. let up 
over 70 points this year, under two minutes, which is like a league record shattering yeah. through like 13 weeks or whatever, you know, teams are averaging six and a half points in the final two minutes of either the first half or the fourth quarter. That's the yeah. most mind boggling stat I think I've ever heard. So, and the blown in the blown games, like you lost yeah. to Detroit, you let them march down the field because yeah, you, you played prevent. And then you guys sat in the back of the end zone and let a guy run a curl yeah, route. Keep everything in front of you. Curl route. Keep everything in front of you when your heels are on the back of the end zone. Oh. Idiots. I, and you know I love the Vikings, so I don't want to pile on top of them. Yep. But the fact that they were only able to, to muster up, I believe, 17 points against the Bears defense, who were missing their top four defensive backs, is also very troubling to me. And for Kirk to only be able to throw for a sub 100 yards is, is scary to me. Their run game is obviously fantastic with Cook. Yep. Their receiving core is amazing. But something, it, it's, the, it's the inconsistent defense, but also the inconsistent offense to not be able to put up 20, 20 plus a game. Like If you can't put up more than 17 in prime time against that, that Bears defense, then you got yeah. bigger issues. And – you know, great personnel. They're all healthy, and it just doesn't make much sense. Yeah. Well, got- I, I do know my Vikings, so I'm going to say this. I'm going to come to their defense a little bit. Thielen was out. Obviously, you still have Jefferson. You still yeah. have um, – Thielen really end. hasn't had that. I know he's – he's, inter- he's a touchdown guy. But, but he, like Jefferson's been the guy. Jefferson's year. the guy. Yeah. Cook's out there. He does have two – he's a psycho. He has like two separated shoulders, but he's still – he's running like a madman. Doesn't look like he's hurt, at least. Yeah, they're gonna be. I would almost put them in the. And I, you may not like this, but if if we're putting teams into buckets of like mm-hmm. how alike they are, can they win the Super Bowl buckets? Yes, I'm putting them in my third. This is my third tier bucket. So there's first okay. tier, second tier, third tier. That's they're in the third tier with like a. There's probably only three tiers to these buckets, right? For <laughs> this four, there's like this. Trust me, there's four. Um, I would almost put like San Fran in there, Minnesota, the teams to me who like show flashes of like really high level play, okay. but at the same time, sometimes make you just like, you just, you don't understand it. You're like, why did that just happen? Now I'm interested to see where do you put like, like give me a team, for example, we can, those two Bucks, Bucks and Saints. Saints, Saints, as long as they don't have a quarterback, I don't care how good they def- I don't care if their defense is the friggin' steel curtain from the 1990s or whatever. I don't yep. care if it's the Seahawks Legion of Boom from the um, the t- 2000 teens. It doesn't matter. As long as they don't have a, a viable quarterback, as much respect as we have, even if it's fraudulent, fake respect, as we've given Taysom this year, they do not have a living chance. They can't move. They, they move the ball for two drives, Kurt. And yep. everybody's like, oh, my God, Taysom Hill. Oh, my God. And then I the defense is like, and then the talk. defense says, okay, um, let's just watch him. And then they don't do anything. Sec- yeah. The second half, I think they punted every, it, what looked like what seemed to be every drive. So as long as they don't have a quarterback, which they will not for the rest of the year, they're in the, I, I will not even consider them. Four. The fourth bucket. Four. Bucks, number one bucket. It's Bucks, um, Bucks, Packers, mm-hmm. Rams, I'm surprised you had them in the number one. I thought you'd drop them. Bucks, Packers, Rams, and then okay. AFC. Because Derrick Henry's going to come back, Titans, Bills, Pats. Those are my six teams in the first bucket. Okay. Where I seriously consider them contenders. Chargers. With... Two. They're another one where like they're better. They're certain. They're definitely better than the Vikings. Yep. And probably they, the they're Niners. They're not going to win at all. But you can't take them seriously when they, like you said, you, they can't really be trusted week to week. Okay. I think let that me wraps give up. You, let me oh. give you a couple teams because okay. I'm curious where you place them. Yeah. Give me, give me two minutes. Oh, no, give me one. Because I do have a couple here for you. Like weird fringe teams. Cleveland? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> give me a minute. Got to put some filler music right. in here. So here's a couple for you. I'm going to give you two from each division. Okay. I'll start with AFC. Yep. Indy. Indianapolis Colts. Tier two. They're going to be they're going to be a divisional opponent, and they could give you a run. 
sorry, they're going to beat a wild card opponent and they could give you a run in the division. Cincinnati Bengals. Are they going to make leader, the playoffs? Current leader in the division at eight and six. They have the tiebreaker over the Baltimore Ravens for the top spot because Cleveland lost last night. Wow. That is jarring. That's a jarring record from Cleveland. Cincinnati. Cleveland is last in the division right now. Kurt. It's Cincy, Baltimore, in there. Pittsburgh, and then Cleveland. Yeah, that's like the division of we're not going to take you seriously. Um, since he's a, a fourth round, a fourth tier team to me, uh, they should not even, even be close? in the playoffs. Really? That's my mindset. Uh, Can it be trusted? No, nah, I mean, they, they got offensively. They have the talent though. They have no chance to win a, a playoff game. I can see that. Not, not zero experience. That is. Yeah. Um, move over to the NFC. couple ones for you here. Let's go with. I'm going to give you one because I don't know about this one. Like San Francisco for you. I know you like them as a team. I do. And I think but you have the Ram, but you have the Rams and Cardinals ahead of them right now who I don't think they will catch. No, they have to rely on a wild card, which I think they're going to get based off their record. Yeah. I would put them. I'm going to give you a tier one B slash two A. I think they're right there. Yeah. I knew you're, I knew you're high on them, but. Okay. I think their defense is still like legit what they used to have back in like the Harbaugh days. Um, and with Kittle and Debo in the game, they just are very explosive offensively. And yep. Jimmy G doesn't have to do much. Like, no, I know we can, we overuse game manager, but that's what he has to do is hand the ball off, hit a couple play actions to Kittle up the seam, put up a modest 24 points and yep. let the defense go to work. Yeah. Um, LA Rams. They're a one. Are, are they back? They're a solid one. For you? Yep. 100%? 100% back. All right. Defense looked great against the Cardinals. And, okay. you know, That's a I think huge the offense is a roller coaster, but I, I, they're, they're a one. They're a solid one. They, can, they should be able to beat anybody. It, I would – even with the sort of mid-year collapse they had. And they're going to win the division or is Arizona? Oh, it's going to be so close. They're both 10-4 and four right now. Okay, so it goes to tiebreaker. Uh, division record, record, Cardinals have a 4-1 and one divisional record, Rams 3-2. and two. Okay. If the Cardinals drop another one within the division, that'll be... I don't even know what they go to. They... It goes to the whole NFC after that. Yeah, so I don't know. With three yep. weeks left, I don't know. But... Like I said, I know we kind of dragged that out, but again, like three weeks left, an extra, you have an extra wild card spot. You only have one bye, and you also have an extra week in the regular season. It's going to get dicey, folks, so hold hey. on tight. Yikes for the Cardinals, rest of their record. They got Indy, Cowboys, Ooh. Seahawks. They'll roll the Seahawks. but The next two weeks are as biggest. I mean, that's, that's it for them. That's massive. So that's wow. big also for, for the San Fran Chasers could move up in that division a little. That's uh, true. San Fran has what, eight wins? Wow. This is going to be – that's going to be the division to watch. Put it on your calendars. Rams' final three games. Vikings at Vikings. Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Not easy. At home versus San Fran last game of the year. That could be a that – could, that could be a playoff game. Depending Absolutely. on what happens, depending on how things shake out over the next couple of weeks, that'll be that'll be entertaining. San Fran easier Titans without Henry. Yeah. Texans steamroll and then Rams <laughs> steamroll. Yeah. So last week of the year, it's Rams who? Forty Niners. And I mean, I'll tell you what, Arizona is going to be struggling. They're going to be struggling coming in if they, yeah. you know, tack on another loss here versus Indy and then got to play Cowboys the following week. Yeah. I think also Rams Cardinals is actually Christmas night, 815 kickoff. So I'll be tuning into that. Yeah. Saturday evening. That's going to be a good one. That's huge for both teams. That is. It is. It is. All right. You got any other parting thoughts? I do. I have a dad joke for you. Excellent. One more before next year. Yeah. 
What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? Hmm. I'm trying to think of some play on words. Not like a clownfish. No, not a clownfish at all. Bow tie. A fish. You want to know what you call them? Uh, is it a play on words? Yes. Yeah, I want to know. What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? So fish ticketed. That's good. There it Dang. is. Folks. So fish ticketed. That one's nice. I like that. All right. Quote of the week time. And we'll wrap this puppy right on up. Coming from one of my favorite events of the year. I didn't get to make it the past few years now, but Spruce Christmas ran by Norm McFarland. Uh, does an annual event to raise money for pathways and they donate all sorts of gifts to children in need practically. But the quote he uses every year and it resonates, I think, with everybody who goes from Gabriella Mistral starts with many things can wait. Children cannot. Today, their bones are being formed. Their blood is being made. Their senses are being developed. To them, we cannot say tomorrow. Their name is today. For the kids, folks. It's all about the kids. FTK. Go kids. Go Santa Claus. Go Christmas. Let's go. Go Hanukkah. Go Kwanzaa. Go. Oh, how, how dare I? How dare I? Go well, Hanukkah. That, that is us. Go Kwanzaa. And spin that dreidel, fellas. Fellas and ladies. TWBLC wishing you happy holidays. As always, our guy, Pat from last year, playing us out. What's for lunch? TWBLC. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Sazits. Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Crew.